Consequence Podcast Network. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What, which, this, that, or the other? From Bonnaroo to Coachella, traversing the music festival landscape can be tricky. That's where we come in with high fives for everyone. The What Podcast with Brad, Barry, Lord Taco, dedicated to exploring the entire festival scene. Brad has worked in the radio industry for more than 20 years and currently lives in Brooklyn, where he is program director for three stations, including one in New York, one in Detroit, and one in Miami. Barry's been a reporter for the Chattanooga Times Free Press, covering all aspects of the entertainment industry since 1987. That's before you were born. Lord Taco, the smart guy who makes these podcasts on our website at thewhatpodcast.com work. Also really good at identifying babies, loves blue-haired moms, PBR, and his beautiful Volkswagen bus. We all fell in love with the Bonnaroo Festival years ago, not only because of the amazing bands that play there every year, but also because of the incredible community spirit that has developed around it. Radiate positivity. And we really like talking about the inside baseball stuff when it comes to putting on a huge music festival. So join us. You can hear the What Podcast on the Consequence Podcast Network or anywhere you find your favorite podcasts. Well, hello, hello, hello. Lord Taco, how are you? Hey, long time no see. I'm good. How are you? It's been a minute. I, I'm Barry. That's Lord Taco. We're part of the What Podcast. You'll notice uh, our co-host and, and uh, friend Brad is not with us. Uh, some Something illness has attacked their household. You know, he was sick uh, and had to miss uh, Bonnaroo, and, and now his wife is sick, so... I hate to hear that, but... Uh, yeah, me too. There must be something in the water up there. Yeah, or the air. I still mm-hmm. think that smoke might have had something to do with it, but uh, they, of course, live in the New York, Brooklyn area, so um, wish her a speedy recovery, but uh, Taco, here we are. Three weeks, not even a month away. And uh, Yeah. It, does it seem like it's been longer, or we were just there to you? It seems like it's been longer. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah. I agree. I was thinking about that, trying to, you know, count on my fingers and toes how long it's been and, and realize <laughs> it's only been about three weeks. So that's crazy. Right. Yeah. Um, we, you know, we did a, a show immediately following sort of a, a quick instant recap. Now that it has been a few days, anything change for you? Any Anything you keep coming back to or... Anything you especially miss, or uh, what do you especially miss? Um, I just miss being there, you know. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Any bands that uh, that you're now more fond of, less fond of, that that it's a little bit away, or definitely Portugal, the man, probably more fond of. Um, of course, I'd heard him, heard him before, but that was my first live experience with them, and I still think that was one of my favorite. Yeah. Favorite sets of the 
of the festival. Yeah, I think Tyler Childers was the one for me. Yeah, and sort of, of course the... we all agree that Corn was, you know, knocked it out of the park. Yeah. Yeah, I've been trying to read a lot of the online comments, and it seems a lot of what we felt immediately following uh, about those bands, but also that it seemed to be a pretty well-run uh, event this year, right? I mean, there were some people had some issues, of course, but I think any time you get that many people together, you're going to have some issues. Um, yeah, overall, seemed like it was pretty well executed, put together. A lot more a lot more chatter about the Bonaflu um, than I remember seeing. Maybe I just haven't seen it before, but uh, it does seem like a lot of people came down with something and were. Yeah, there was something going around for sure. Yeah, that's a, that's never a good thing. Mm -mm. Um, I did want to ask, and, and Brad asked this a couple of weeks ago on the show. Have you started thinking about your wish list for next year, or is it? Not even one yeah. bit. <laughs> the only one for me, um, and it's because they were at Glastonbury, which sort of was in the news immediately after, was The Pretenders. Um, I've always been, I, I think that debut album is one of my favorite debuts of all time and have always been a huge fan, and I didn't get to see them back yeah. in the day. Yeah. Um, I, I did read one thing about the Eagles uh, just announced they're getting back together for uh, – a uh, final, final farewell tour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We know uh, how those go. Yeah. That's supposed to last through 2025. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I've, they're one of those I've never been a huge fan. You know, I don't know that I I'm have. I'm not any, a huge fan, but, but um, I would see him. Absolutely. And I think didn't uh, either Brian or Steve, didn't they drop the hint that uh, in last year when Stevie Nicks was the headliner, that they said that was kind of their backup plan because they were 99% sure the Eagles were going to be their headliner that year, and it fell through. Yeah. Yeah. So that, those that's two. Um, mm -hmm. Otherwise, I'm like you. I haven't really given it a whole lot of thought. It's partly because it's so early. Kind of got to wait to see who's even available type of thing. It's still way too early. And uh, for me, I've been a little busy with uh, some projects of my own. Yeah, that uh, yeah. I haven't really thought about next year. We'll get into that in a second. Uh, but uh, that's the other thing. Um, in addition to people on you know the social media talking about the Bonaflu and stuff like that and how well run it was, is uh, everybody seems very very busy. Um, yeah, since coming back, at least everybody in our orbit, right? Just things going on. But uh, yeah, you've got big news. Mm -hmm. um, and speaking of in your orbit and your universe, uh, you got your bus back, right? The bus is back. Um, I just took it on a trip this weekend and successfully drove it and drove it home, which is always a big deal. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, getting there and getting home is kind of yeah, the, is the it's goal. One thing to get it? there, yeah, it's another thing to get back. It doesn't always happen. Um, but yeah. Uh, yeah Last, uh, we got back about a week ago Friday from St. Louis. We had to go pick up the engine. So that's about a seven and a half hour trip. Um, and then by Tuesday, we had it installed and running. So I thought that was pretty, yeah. pretty good, you know. To drive differently? It drives a whole lot better. Um, 
plenty of power, very smooth, no oil leaks. Wow. Which I'm surprised at. But uh, yeah, and you don't have to keep your foot on the gas when you come up to an intersection. No, it idles perfectly. <laughs> I mean, just <laughs> that's so amazing funny. how how it drives when it's built correctly. That's awesome. Well, good for you, man. I know you're excited. Um, I'm very excited. Got some trips coming up, and of course, uh, you know, Bonnaroo next year. The bus will be back. All right. All right, cool. So this week uh, on our episode, while we were at Bonnaroo, we uh, did a couple of band interviews. Um, uh, this week, we're going to share the interview you and I did uh, with the help of Brian Stone um, with the Sacred Souls. And uh, coincidentally, timing was right. Our friend David Bruce, I am Bonnaroo, uh, managed to take some pictures, right? Um, yes, he did. He always manages to show up right at the right time. Yeah, yeah, that's really cool, too, to have that. Nate Gale often um, takes pictures for us and with us as well, and I think he was visiting with his daughter. Um, left left the grounds there for a little while, but uh, Nate's always a good, good help as well. But uh, it was a fun interview. Um, it was Alex it was. and Sal and uh, Josh and... They're a San Diego-based band I uh, knew a little bit about, but not a lot about. They had just performed uh, an hour or so before they sat down with us. Right? It's kind of interesting to hear. I always enjoy hearing bands' perspective of of uh, Bonnaroo in particular and, and festivals in general. And in this case, uh, I think, what, only Sal kind of said he had – some knew knew of it a little bit. The other guys, I don't think, knew much about Bonnaroo. No, they didn't. And that's kind of a stark contrast to the other band we interviewed who yeah. had been going to Bonnaroo even before they were banned. Yeah, that's why I'm saying. I always enjoy, you know, kind of have some go-to questions. That's always one. And, and how they uh, create their music is always another one for me because I'm just fascinated by the different ways that artists can create and... Uh, it was fun to hear Definitely. their comments, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was a fun interview. And uh, you came strong with the last question. I, I won't give that away. I hope people <laughs> will uh, make it to the end because it, it was an obvious question, but uh, it, it's one I didn't think of, and, and I just thought you nailed it when you did. So, <laughs> And they seemed to have fun with it as well. Um, all right, well, let's get into it. Uh, we, we'll be back um, Hopefully with Brad next week uh, with our interview with Angel St. Queen. That was a lot of fun as well. Yes. And uh, don't know when, but we still want to get, the, you know, David Bruce on uh, to talk about his photography and his photo project that he did. Um, the one he did this year, but also the ongoing one that he's been doing now since 2011. Uh, we keep teasing to that, but I think it's so cool. Yeah, I'm anxious to talk to him again because he's always always a great guest, always fun to talk to. Yeah, and we still have some other uh, guests like that that uh, I want to talk to. Um, Mitch, for mm -hmm. one, we got to get Mitch back on. Uh, he's our contest winner. Uh, if you haven't listened to that episode, I, I hope you will before we have him back on because he's kind of a neat story, never – Never been to a music festival, much less Bonnaroo, and rarely gets out of his home state of Montana. So, <laughs> yeah, I'm 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 dying to hear his uh, how his perspective went 
Yeah, not about everything. Making such yeah. a long trip, and uh, mm-hmm. we we need to get uh, his buddy, whoever it was, um, went with him. I know he 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 brought a brought a plus one, so be curious yeah. to hear from both of them. Yeah, maybe we can get them both on. So we'll set that up. But uh, all right, so here's our interview with the Sacred Souls, and uh, hope you guys enjoy it, and uh, can't wait to. Uh, Get ready for next year. Seems crazy to even be saying that. It's <laughs> three weeks later, but anything else? Anything you want to make sure to talk about? I think we covered it all. Cool. We'll just jump into this interview. All right. Enjoy it, guys. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Hey everybody, we're back with the What Podcast. I'm Barry or Taco. We're here with the Sacred Souls. So excited to have you guys. We got Sal, Josh, and Alex. Thanks for having us. Thank you guys for doing this. Yeah. Especially you're about to perform, right? Oh, we, uh, just, we did. Just, did. just did. That's right. Sorry, we've done so many of these, I can't keep up with who. How did it go? Obvious question. How did it go? It was good, man. It was a good turnout for a 1 p.m. slot. <laughs> on the farm in the heat yeah little uh little different for a lot of people yeah it was fun my only thing is the distance i just wanted to be able to be closer to the people it's there's like a 15 feet distance for the cameras and things so but it was fun my my correct me if i'm wrong but you've not played bonnaroo before right it's our first time what was your uh, thoughts and expectations? Had you heard of it? Did you know about it? Was it on your list ple- to do? Or uh, to be honest, I didn't. I didn't really know of Bonnaroo until um, our merch person Anna. She was like, "Oh, he's excited for Bonnaroo." Started showing me the lineup, and I was like, "Oh, 
that seems pretty cool i never even really heard of it but but it's kind of what i expected i think you know in a good way yeah i've heard of it (laughs) (laughs) i didn't go to i I didn't go to festivals growing up so i just i I didn't have the money for that kind of stuff so only festival situations i've experienced have been playing them with with the band so i just was like okay cool a festival i knew the name too like yeah it's huge so we're, we're happy to be here it's a blessing well, it's a big deal to us. Um, we started a podcast because we figured out we spent all year talking about it. So maybe other people do, and sure enough, they do. So that's cool. Um, part of what makes it different is it's a camping festival, and it's a week-long camping festival. So everybody's hair hot, everybody stinks, everybody's sweaty. <laughs> We're nice. all tired. Campfires. It goes around the clock. So. I know you said you played at one o'clock on a Saturday, so it's hot, but a lot of people that we interview say that energy comes back from the audience, you know, because bands realize you must be committed because you're standing out there in the heat to watch this. I know you Mm -hmm. said you were kind of the setback, but could you feel that? Does it feel any different for it being here than maybe some of the other venues? Yeah, I felt that energy. I had to jump off the stage and get closer to the people to feel it. But once I did, yeah, you could tell that they're all there. It's, it, it, it In general, I think it feels good to know people are spending their time specifically. They didn't just happen across us. They came to see us. That feels good. The other the other thing we talk about a lot on this show is that it's a, it's a festival of discovery. Uh, the, the people who are here... They paid money to get here. You know, I already talked about the commitment to the heat and the camping and everything. But they like finding new bands. They don't just go here, you know, the ones they already know and love. Um, so it's a chance for you guys. Yeah, very open-minded. So um, before I – my next I, – I, I'm hogging the microphone. I've been doing it all day. Um, so you're, you already played. Are you staying when – you, when are you leaving? Are you staying for the whole weekend or – uh, we're leaving tomorrow morning. Tomorrow morning, okay. Yeah. I'll still I'll still be here. T- uh, I'll check out tomorrow. Nice. I'm okay. gonna stay in Nashville for a week personally, but the band is all leaving. Okay. What are you? Are you gonna see any more acts out here tonight? Since you're here, um, I'm just kind of wandering around, seeing what happens. Uh, I'll probably catch corn. Yeah. <laughs> uh, at midnight, you know. But yeah, we take off. We take off tomorrow. We uh, we got here at um, like at midnight. You know, so we got here, woke up, and now we're here. Well, at least you got some time to wander around and take it all in before you have to leave again. So yeah, yeah, cool. always cool. I'm hoping to check out JID. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little bit, if if you don't mind. Um, I was reading and listening to you guys uh, talk about, if you don't mind, how the sound came together. I mean, it. You guys were into some of the same records and sounds and all that i mean it's always curious to me how people you know getting two people together with like minds can be tough getting multiple people with like minds that come together naturally you just found you were talking about the same things yeah we we kind of came together over uh the can i call you rose instrumental because i had i had uh, recorded that in my garage and posted a little clip on instagram and uh, Sal reached out to me, and um, yeah, we we played a, a gig together at a DIY venue, and um, we started talking about creating a soul project 
based off kind of what he heard and what he liked and we, we, we started to talk about our our interests in the music and all that and um, got together and started uh, recording ins- other instrumentals but we needed a singer so I had uh, come across Josh and his solo stuff on, on Instagram as well so I reached out and we got together and kind of jammed on some some ideas that he had but um, after I showed him the the track he recorded it the the vocals on the spot and that's kind of it you know one thing led to another does the sound you're making today sound like what you and i i guess i'll ask all three of you what you maybe heard in in your head when you were getting together thought this could work and this is great and we have a seem to have a you know be hitting it off was there a lot of curves and weaves, or is it a pretty straight line to uh, the, today? I think it definitely pulls from uh, from the inspirations that you know we were like listening to, like growing up listening to oldies and classic soul and doo wop and stuff like that. It kind of falls into the to the music, you know, naturally. But I mean, besides that, kind of knowing the direction that we wanted to go, I don't think it, it sounds exactly like the music that we uh, were and are like listening to. I think it just, like I said, kind of naturally, it, you know, it ends up in the in the music. Does it feel like you're where you want to be, or do you, uh, or do you feel like there's? I mean, obviously, there's something out there you're still searching for, but you know what uh, I mean. I mean, I'm like not. Re- we're not really searching, really. It's like you're kind of just taking it as it goes. That's that's the way we kind of got to where we're at. You know what I mean? So like right now I'm I'm focused on just writing new materials. So I think that's always the important thing is to focus on on the music. I'm hoping to have like versions of myself unlock just as a as a as a musician, you know, as a human. It's like we don't really know what time is, but we use it and so like I'm different than I was when I was 27 at 33 and I'm just hoping that I unlock other versions of myself as a musician along the way. Feel blessed for any opportunity that we get. Along those lines, and, and thank you again for doing this. We won't keep you keep you much longer, but I'm always curious about the creative process. Like some some bands go into the studio or the rehearsal room, and they know, you know, the the song is complete in their head or the sound, and then some go in and see let's see where it goes um you know and it could go anywhere how do you guys sort of work first record most of it was like demos in my garage and we take it to the the studio and work it with uh, our producer gabe and uh gabe roth from dabstone records but uh and he helps with the arrangements but not so much with the writing you know we kind of do our own thing but uh yeah I was just gonna say, and sometimes you know, like like you had mentioned, there are so- a few songs that you know, for example, on the record that were written um, in studio, just or for example, like uh, you know, our last single, um, "Running Away," that was written in studio, kind of not knowing that that song was even gonna come to be. Um, Josh had brought, you know, "Happy and Well," and was kind of it kind of came together in, in the studio. For now, kind of came together in the studio, so. All three have. You, I assume it works 
if somebody says it's not working for me or that like it's so fun to me to hear somebody say I, I wrote this song I think it's a pop ballad or I think it's an R&B song and then somebody else says I think it's a country song you know and maybe it is that but that's so it's so neat to me how it can do that um does that happen with you guys you mean like you one of you maybe wrote a song and had it thought it was uh, this and then somebody else said i think it i feel like early on that used to get on like it was harder because we didn't really know each other because at, at the end of the day as a songwriter you just want to know that you can write a song and that people like your songs so in the beginning if somebody's like this doesn't feel like it'll fit the record you're kind of like oh well shit is it a good song but i think over time we've gotten to the point where we realize it, it's easier to be honest about just like yeah it, that's probably not the the direction I don't know. That's, that's my opinion. So having Gabe in there too to kind of humble you a little bit, uh, because at the end of the day, he does allow us to write, but he does have his opinion, and he'll let you know. Yeah. All right. Um, you got anything else? Uh, who grew the mustache first? Did you have a meeting about it and like decide or like? Yeah, I think when we. I think when we both met each other, we we had a uh, or all three of us. Yeah, forget Josh has a mustache too. It's not just just not just a beard. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's there. No, I think we all had them already. It's not yeah. you know we didn't shake hands and decide to <laughs> okay like, like some people think for some reason you know. They're also not brothers. <laughs> yeah, for the for the record, yeah, okay. for the record. They do look alike, and it's a good look. Stashes, by the way. It is a good look. Don't yeah. Let these guys tell you. That. <laughs> no, yeah, we like them. <laughs> It's a good question. It could have been, man, that's a good-looking mustache. I got to grow one. I like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you so much for doing this, and uh, welcome to Tennessee. It does cool off, I promise you. <laughs> we, we've been here before. So okay. We know. We know. Uh, was it six months ago? Been, we've been here like three times. Yeah. Last right. time we played uh, a What's that venue called? Uh, basement the Basement East. East. Yeah. This is the last time we were here. Oh, nice. All right. Well, thanks again for doing this. Thanks for having us. And uh, I hope you enjoy the rest of the weekend. Thank you. Thanks. Consequence Podcast Network. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. 
book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.